Good morning and welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for November 27th, 2016. Koyo Kubose here. So very glad you joined us. This is, I suppose you could call this Thanksgiving weekend. Um, <clears throat> a few days ago, um, everybody goes home. Home for Thanksgiving where you grew up much of the time, to your parents' place. Or, um, or you may be the host, if that's the generational aspect of it, where they all come into you. You're the, you're the older generation. So whatever it is, though, the family is getting together. Thanksgiving's all about. And... I want to tell you, I'll read a little article that I read in a book. It's called Dying uh, a Cloth. Dying means D-Y-E-I-N-G. You know, where you dip it into a solution and color it somehow. Um, textile industry. This is Japanese Eastern book and uh, it's called Tyler's it's like collection of very short essays he, his, rep, his uh, reputation was for using metaphors quite a bit it's like, it, it's like this and how the Dharma uh, a certain teaching perhaps can be explained by a metaphor and when he's talking about dyeing the cloth, he's talking about the importance of foundation. Having a, having a good foundation. And uh, he says, when you dye a cloth, you don't just put it into the solution. You've got to look at the cloth first, make sure it's in order, nice and clean and ready to be you know, properly dyed. Um and in a sense, I was thinking, well, family is one's foundation. And a lot of times we take it for granted, our family members, sort of because, oh, we can't help it. You can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. You were born into it. You had no say. And, of course, there are a lot of dysfunctional families and so on and so forth, but... Uh, Consider your own. <laughs> you know, this is not a commentary on the topic, but uh, it's to examine one's own family as a foundation, and to think about the, what's the Dharma teachings about foundation. How are you before you get together? Before you do anything, you gotta you gotta make sure. You have the right context. And most of the time we, we do, whether it's subconscious maybe. Yeah, this is a time when we're getting together and this is nice and we're enjoying it. Okay. So we know, we know that. Um, but sometimes we might mess up and we might say, and we might get an argument, we might get picky uh, or, you know, some resentments with family members and so forth. 
and we forget about uh, how blessed we are. Whatever our situation is, you know, I remember when I just said that association flashed in my mind about this. Again, this was a collection of really short art articles, stories, really. I think this one was in uh, a Song of the Bird by, uh, his name skips my mind, but he's a Catholic uh, uh, priest. Song of the Bird is uh, very interfaith. He takes very short parables from all kinds of traditions. And one of them was, I don't remember the title, but it was about a war-torn area. You could think about Croatia or someplace like this or maybe even Aleppo or uh whole neighborhood is demolished and refugees are around. Everything's desperate. And there's a, a mother and her uh, young daughter searching for the night is coming, it's going to get cold. And they find among the rubbles of all the buildings a door that was a wooden door that was intact and it was leaning against some brick, demolished brick wall. So they were able to crawl underneath this leaning door and get shelter from the cold wind. And the little girl turned to her mother and said, Mom, what do people do that they can't find the door? She was so <laughs> it goes, shows you how relative things are in terms of your absolute type of a foundation, which is your own mental context and attitude and and so forth. Uh, instead of getting into a complaining what I don't have kind of a foundation from which most of the many times we operate from. Um, so we have to make sure our cart is facing south if we want to go south. How can you go south if your cart is facing north? How can you learn something from our lay study program if you don't have a, if your teacup is not empty? I mean, teacup is that famous story, you know, where uh, if you're full of all these things, uh, sharp, you're sharp, discriminating analytical mind about what you know, a lot of knowledge about Buddhism. And every time you try to go in a study program, you might say, hey, how about this? How about that? Or, well, you know, they don't talk about this. How about that? Uh, <clears throat> you won't learn anything because your teacup's too full. <laughs> you got to empty your, come in with an empty mind. That kind of a foundation. Or maybe some people, they they say, well, and then they relate it to all these fancy teachings, but they're talking about the teachings, about Buddhism, rather than personalizing the teachings in one's own life. And you know, a Dharma glimpse or a Dharma talk always is personal. It's about your own experience with finding the teachings in your own life, everyday life. You don't have to say everyday life, but um, sometimes we forget this basic orientation 
uh, I want to get hit the ground running. Whereas the orientation is a crucial foundation. Or what is your motive for your studying? To to be very clear. And one student said, because I had mentioned this metaphor of north-south, he said, well, you know, (laughs) if the earth is round, and space is infinite in the sense that if you keep going one way, you end up where you want to go, even if you're headed the wrong way. But if you go far enough, okay, if you go west or something, you end up east. And that was a comforting thought. That's nice. Okay. But the important thing to remember is that only holds if you keep going. Because... Uh, you know, you got to go past the half circle of the in, of the round surface that you're walking on in order to start coming back home. Uh, and that doesn't mean that you you say, "Well, I would end up the, where I where I am right now, where I'm starting from, so I don't need to even journey." Uh-uh. it's the journeying transform us. And as T, my, one of my favorite T.S. Eliot lines is, you know, when you come home and you know it for the first time, uh, that kind of, then you really appreciate your foundation. And sometimes we're just so impatient to get started and we don't take our time to have a nice foundation. And this holds in all kinds of activities. Whether you're preparing the ground for a garden, whether you're, you know, going to do something where you you want to get everything straight, because if you don't, it'll come back to haunt you later. If you don't make sure the ground is nice and level, and you build something on it and it's leaning, gravity is so strong that it's going to get all out of kilter. Serves its purpose for a little while, but after a while, ah, I should have done it right the first time instead of quick and dirty. And that holds for so many things. Um, and it's all contained in these, this metaphor book. It's like this, and the cloth. Or if you're going to build a building, of course, you need a foundation. Uh, education is a foundation. Why do I got to go to school? And so Well, <laughs> today's guest to give us a Dharma glimpse is Mark Cayo. lives in Florida, part of our LM5 group. Cayo, Ocean Sun. You can visualize the sun rising over ocean. Of course, ocean means a lot of things. It could mean the absolute reality. Sort of, uh, you know, in the, in the olden days, ocean meant, was big. It's still big, but when we see the, when we fly in a modern airplane, we can fly over the ocean, or you can see it from spaceships. You show the, the blue marble and whatnot, so it loses its immensity. But by uh, like Pacific Ocean, if you're on a little raft adrift, boy, it's like infinity there. Anyway, 
Iowa he came for his uh, lay ministry induction ceremony to Course Road in the Bright Town Center here. I met him. He had a Dharma wheel tattoo on his forearm. Pretty neat. And I learned that he's a chainsaw wood carver. Is one of his hobbies. <laughs> oh, it's fascinating. So, let's hear from Mark Tayo. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another live Dharma Sunday. Um, as always, it's a honor to give a Dharma glimpse. Uh, over the past couple of years, myself, and I'm sure that lots of other people have struggled with this same thought, um, is the condition that we all share is that we age and we grow old. Uh, when we're young, we like to think of ourselves as forever young and that we sometimes deny ourselves the thought that someday we may grow old and we may begin to age. For me, uh, o over these past couple of years, uh, as I near the young age of 50, those thoughts have really been weighing heavy on my mind. And what's been a little hard for me to accept is that my body just isn't quite as I remember it or as I would like it to be as it was when I was younger. Uh, for me, years of leading a very active work life and a very active athletic life outside of work uh, have left my joints and my bones uh, a little creaky and they tend to pop whenever they move and most days my joints are kind of sore most uh, most of the time and my body just doesn't quite heal as fast as it used to and as I reflect and look back over the past few years in reflection or even over the past well I could say lots of years in reflection that I probably could have taken a little better care of my body uh, when I was younger. But when we're young, we believe ourselves to be ever invincible and ever ageless. Uh, these are some of the thoughts that I've had way heavy on my mind over the recent years. But as I remember uh, being taught when I went through the Bright Dawn Lay Ministry program is that Reverend Koyo always said that the Dharma is all around us and that we just have to open our eyes and see it. The other day, while I was wandering outside in my yard, I had a wonderful insight that was taught to me by a mighty oak tree. On the side of my house, there stands an aging oak tree that, just like me, has seen better days. Its age, I can only guess, and if I was a betting man, I would say that it's seen quite a few years. But what's remarkable to me is that as long as I can remember that this great oak tree has always looked old. Its branches are few, and most of them have fallen off. But it still bears leaves. And the fact that it's withstood countless hurricanes 
is amazing. And even in the slightest of breeze, it creaks when it sways, just like me. But to that oak tree, every day is a new and wonderful day full of life, as it stands as mighty as ever. It's taught me that with age comes beauty, and it's all right that we age and grow old. It's taught me to live every day with a fresh outlook on life and to sway with the wind and stand tall. Life is grand in the oneness of all. Thank you, and I hope everybody has a fantastic Sunday. basic things and of course you know everyone knows the classic historical story of Siddhartha Gautama when he went to the four gates and one of the gates was you see an old uh, old uh, wrinkled person <laughs> and he had you know his father tried to surround him with young beautiful people but he wouldn't start to think philosophically about you know, <laughs> so well, it's it's a mythology perhaps, huh? Uh, never saw an old person said, What's wrong with this person? And you know was always with him. He says, Oh, that's a older person, Prince. What's what's old? You mean well then it's explained to him and he says, Oh, everybody gets old, huh? Hmm. My family members, they're not going to stay the same, youthful, healthful, and me too, and anybody I care about, my friends. Hmm. How do we live life knowing that this is right down the road okay, or around the corner? These were the kind of thoughts. Thing. Huh? And how about me? It's not that other people, but in my own family, in my, my, you know, my loved one. Um, there's a kind of an awareness. That's the key. I could see, see in my father's articles, a collection of articles, the one on awareness. And uh, the teachings are all around us because, uh, you know, metaphors can be powerful. And if you see an old creaky oak tree, oh, oh. There's instant in this universe. Um, but I really, you know, if we listen carefully and someone's talking about the Dharma, we should we should hear something like a bell that rings very, you know, clearly, a bell sound. And that happened to me as I heard, you know, with age comes beauty. That's what, I don't know if you if that rings about with you, but that, Mark Cairo said that every day is a you know a new day. It's full of life, full of possibilities. And this old in our youth culture, we think youth age is old, getting older is an enemy, you know. And of course, the the great thing about our bodies is that we it, it, 
teaching us this lesson about constant change every day. You know, when we creak in, we're reminding me about the reality of things, you know. And uh, I remember once I went to a, a doctor and I got to know him a little bit. And he says, you know, my job is, is he deals with a lot of, well, when you get with adults, say they're getting 40 or 50. And he says, uh, my job is to hold their hands and, you know, tell them everything's okay. Because a lot of my patients say they're 40 or 50 and, and something is bothering them with their body. And it's because they remember their body when they were 20 or 30. And they want to say, hey, restore my body to when I was 20 or 30. I got this kind of creakiness <laughs> or whatever. Fix me up. And he says, he says, I can't do that because you're just getting older, man. You know? Wow. Uh, when you see something, you know, there's a, I guess, a wabi-sabi type of, a, uh, usually it's an aesthetic type of a artistic discussion, but you see an everyday object that's been used a lot, say if it's a wood, wooden implement or something, and its constant usage has brought out a sheen in it that's, you know, it's not shiny and new. And, you know, but through its use, it acquired some kind of a, uh, you know, a beauty that's not on the surface. Uh, and when you have the right kind of eyes, and a lot of times the right kind of eye means you have to experience it or start to experience it yourself before you can become aware of this. And uh, it's so important that you have to flow with this because if you try to hang on to you and you can don't know how to let go, when it's time to let go, you're going to be dragged. Uh, um, and that kind of a beauty uh, when something ages uh, is very, very precious. That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, hey, keep going. And you have a very beautiful day. Thank you.